ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय रीडिंग फ्रॉम द भगवद गीता चैप्टर टू टेक्स्ट नंबर फिफ्टी फोर ऑनवर्ड्स अर्जुन उवाच स्थित का भाषा समाधिस्थ से केशव स्थित किं प्रभाषेत किमासीत व्रजेत किं अर्जुन सेट ओ कृष्णा वट आर द सिम्टम्स ऑफ वन हुज कॉन्शियसनेस इज दस मर्ज्ड इन ट्रांसेंडेंस हाउ डज ही स्पीक एंड वट इज हिज लैंग्वेज हाउ डज ही सेट एंड हाउ डज ही वॉक so in the previous verse krishna has explained the ultimate benefit of engaging in god's service that we shall develop a truly divine consciousness now the symptom of a person who has developed such a consciousness is that he becomes humble humility is the king of all divine qualities and therefore such a person will not go around telling everyone or posting on social media mentioning finally attained divine consciousness killing um, clicking a selfie and uh, posting it with a smiley tagging his friends along so he will be humble so arjuna is asking krishna how do we recognize such a person in this society what are his symptoms how does he walk how does he sit means how does he control his senses how does he respond to difficult situations in life how does he engage his senses so arjuna is asking this for two reasons number one he wants to hear about the symptoms so that he could himself know whether he was in that divine consciousness whether he was himself that evolved and secondly he was thinking if he sees such a person he would like to associate with this personality because we are what we associate with and even if arjuna is thinking i'm lacking this consciousness by associating with him i can also try and develop similar consciousness now this is the hallmark quality of a truly evolved soul they never think that they have learned enough they have evolved enough they always think they lack something that they need to learn and therefore they always keep growing as soon as we think that we know everything we stop growing stagnation the water which doesn't move there's no movement in the water gets contaminated so similarly with our life as well you should always remain in this consciousness that i need guidance i need to know more i don't know everything i'm not the center of the universe i need superior guidance so from text number 55 to 72 krishna answers this one question of arjuna and basically he mentions three symptoms of such a person who is in divine consciousness by which we can recognize him in this world number 1 such a person becomes totally free from the desires for personal sense gratification all his desires are geared towards the pleasure of the lord and he doesn't engage in any activity that could be displeasing to the lord his pleasure is always in the, in the mind of such an individual secondly such a person becomes totally free or unaffected or immune to the dualities of life he does not get affected by happiness distress honor dishonor praise criticism profit loss he remains equiposed in all situations 
and number 3 such a person has his senses completely under control he can engage them at will and he can withdraw them at will he is not controlled by the sense objects in this world so this is just a brief summary of what is krishna going to speak and now we can go through the verses text 55 shri bhagavanu vacha prajahati yada kaman sarvan partha manogatan atmani evatmana tushtah sthita pragyastadochite the supreme personality of god it said o partha when a man gives up all varieties of desire for sense gratification which arise from mental concoction and when his mind thus purified finds satisfaction in the self alone then he is said to be in pure transcendental consciousness a person who develops a divine consciousness he feels so satisfied within that he doesn't have to look for satisfaction in other things of this world so he finds satisfaction in the self alone and therefore he is not hankering for something he is not lamenting when he doesn't get something all his desires are in union with the lord and therefore he is completely happy and every desire is in line with the lord's desire so therefore by the grace of the lord he always remains completely satisfied in this world he does not have any desire for personal sense gratification rather such a person is more worried about satisfying the senses of the lord working in a consciousness engaging in actions that will please the lord speaking those words that will be pleasing to the lord such a person is in divine consciousness jaisa kehte hain na bhagwan se daro when a person uh, is conscious of god then he naturally does not indulge in anything which could be selfish or which you could implicate him uh, in the laws of karma because his pleasure his presence is always in his mind such a person is in divine consciousness now text 56 and uh, 57 uh, they have the same uh, theme that is freedom from duality of such a person yah sarvatran bhishnehas tat tat prapya shubha shubham नाभिनंदति नत्वेष्टी तस्य प्रज्ञा प्रतिष्ठिता इन द मटेरियल वर्ल्ड वन हु इज अनफेक्टेड बाय व्हाट एवर गुड और इविल ही मे ऑब्टेन नीदर प्रेजिंग इट नॉट डिस्पाइजिंग इट इज फर्मली फिक्स्ड इन परफेक्ट नॉलेज एंड सॉरी 56 इज दुखेश्व अनुद्विग्न मनः सुखेशु विगत स्पृहः ियलीस्टली Now, starting from text number fifty-eight, Krishna is going to emphasize the third symptom of such a person, and primarily, sense control. And sense control is so important because we get entangled in this world because our senses are engaging in wrong things. They are wrongly engaged, and it is only due to the activities of senses uh, 
in an inappropriate way that the soul has to keep transmigrating from one species to the other from one universe to the other life after life after life and thus implicate us in the laws of karma yada samharate chayam kurmo angani vasarvashah indriyan indriyathebhyas tasya pragya pratishthita one who is able to withdraw his senses from sense objects as the tortoise draws its limbs within the shell is firmly fixed in perfect consciousness so he compares such a person to a tortoise we have seen a tortoise whenever it senses a danger withdraws its limbs and when the danger is gone the tortoise can bring out the limbs again so a person in divine consciousness controls his senses like that wherever it's not required he just controls withdraws the senses senses do not control him he controls the senses like our senses are not in control even if we are telling ourselves okay i will not eat sweets from today as soon as we see at least that temptation is there very strongly and then sometimes if it happens too often we end up eating it right we want to get up early but there is the senses how we want to sleep longer so like that our uh, eyes are uh, wanting to see some sense objects ears want to hear some nice music tongue wants to taste something nice skin wants to touch something nice nose wants to smell something nice so wherever we see any of the sense objects we keep running so we are being controlled by the senses and that's how we get implicated and we are not able to focus on higher things in life but a person who engages in the lord service beginning with hearing about him chanting his names etc he develops divine consciousness and sense control is a part of that package and therefore he controls the senses he is not controlled by them but how is he able to accomplish this it is spoken in the next verse text 59 vishaya vinivartante niraharasya dehinah rasavarjam rasopiyasya param drishtva nivartate though the embodied soul may be restricted from sense enjoyment the taste for sense enjoyment remains but seizing such engagements by experiencing a higher taste is fixed in consciousness so how is a person in divine consciousness able to so easily control the senses because of experiencing a higher taste how does that higher taste come by engaging the senses in the lord's service how do we do, do that we'll discuss that so suppose there is a naughty child and it's his nature to be naughty so we can tell him stop doing this sit in one corner now he may do it for some time but it is his nature as soon as we are gone he will do it all the more so simply by uh, telling him not to do something he won't stop doing it it is just a restriction so similarly krishna says the senses may be restricted from sense enjoyment but uh, the taste for sense enjoyment doesn't go away as soon as there is conducive environment favorable environment senses will indulge in sense gratification uh, eyes will look at things which we are not supposed to do tongue wants to taste something which is forbidden ears want to hear something which is implicating so this is not uh, the right way instead if we engage the child in some more positive activity 
because the child needs engagement he is not properly engaged so he is engaging in something wrong so then when he has some positive activity he will not get attracted to other activities so similarly senses they are very strong if we just keep telling us ourselves i don't have to see this i shouldn't eat this i shouldn't hear this i shouldn't touch this it may continue for some time but eventually the senses will give in so therefore what we need is superior taste to the senses and how does that come we have five senses eyes the function of the eyes is to see and the eyes want to look at beautiful things so if we every day spend some time maybe 5 10 minutes 20 minutes whatever is possible beholding the beautiful form of the lord in front of our eyes we might have a picture of krishna or any of his incarnations whichever incarnation of the lord we are attached to or krishna's original form you can keep a picture now today's we have phones so or laptops we can anyway access and just beholding the beautiful form starting from his lotus feet so how should we take darshan of the lord whether we are standing in front of him in the temple or we are looking at his image our darshan should start from the lotus feet and gradually go upwards towards the face noticing each and every detail what is he wearing what kind of jewelry is on his body how is he smiling how his delicate fingers are holding on to a flute how is wearing beautiful earrings he has curly black hair wearing yellow dhoti a beautiful kashtub gem around his neck and standing in his threefold bending form so that way we have to absorb our mind our eyes for some time every day taking exclusively this time out to let our eyes drink the beauty of the lord and that way the sense of seeing the eyes become purified and they gain a higher taste then automatically we lose that taste for the for seeing the lower things of this world which are implicating <coughs> ears the function of the ears is to hear we want to hear so many things most of the time times they are mundane criticism fault finding there is so much happening we are so much exposed to social media news and murder negative thing so the ears must be engaged regularly in hearing the divine name fame qualities past times or message of the lord from scriptures like shrimad bhagavad gita ramayan uh, or bhagavatam this way the sense of hearing gets purified then we lose taste for hearing small or mundane stuff of this world and we are not attracted to that kind of uh, environment the function of the nose is to the sense of smell uh, to uh, smell so if we smell the fragrance offered to the lord it could be ether it could be flower it could be incense it could be tulsi and every day we could offer something or if it is offered in some temple just take it and smell it that way the sense of smell gets purified and the sense of touch it should be used to clean the temple of the lord touch things which have been offered to the lord touch things which are sacred to the lord scriptures or touching the bodies of devotees associating with them or cooking for the lord that way our sense of touch gets purified and uh, the <coughs> yeah so i think we are done with the five senses eyes by beholding the beautiful form of the lord okay tongue tongue is remaining 
the function of the tongue is twofold to taste and to vibrate so by vibrating the lord's holy name hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare if you could recite the names of the lord like this every day taking some time exclusively and uh, tasting the food which is offered to the lord every day now if we think we can't offer anything to the lord because we have onion garlic being cooked or other kinds of forbidden stuff so at least offer something you could offer some sweets or some uh, nuts fruit milk any of these things could be offered and uh, that can be eaten every day at, at least little bit so we are getting some prasad prasad literally means mercy so that way our sense of taste gets purified by chanting the lord's names and eating food which is offered to him and if we engage our senses every day for some time then gradually our senses will acquire such higher taste that will be totally unaffected by the lower tastes of this world and the senses will be easy to control the senses will be under our control not that we are under their control and if we can engage the senses rightly it can open the doors to liberation to the perfection of life so i personally feel every day we should have at least one one and a half hour especially dedicated for our spiritual welfare and if we can use our senses like this chanting his names hearing about him remembering him offering worship offering prasad or eating it um, offering some flower tulsi it's not very difficult we should offer some tulsi or flower every day fragrance or some incense and these things uh, however outdated they might seem because of so much degradation that has taken place by Uh, forgetting our culture but they are the these are the things which will bring genuine peace into our life genuine satisfaction and that's what we want the proof of pudding is in eating so even if we do not believe such things at least let's try don't reject things blindly accepting things is blindly accepting things blindly is bad but equally bad is blind rejection so let us try it in our life and then see the magic that manifests if it doesn't work we can always give it up but we should definitely take some one one and a half hour dedicated for our spiritual welfare in chanting his names hearing about him these two activities primarily and other things which we just discussed engaging the senses primarily in the lord service will help us rise above the dualities help us rise above the uh sense gratificatory processes activities which bind the soul to karmic reactions and thus save us from future suffering and now krishna will speak few verses uh, about how important is sense control we can discuss one in this podcast text 60 yatato hi api kaunteya purushasya vipaschitah indriyani pramadhini haranti prashabham manah The senses are so strong and impetuous for Arjuna that they forcibly carry away the mind even of a man of discrimination who is endeavoring to control them. So Krishna is agreeing. Yes, but it is not easy to control the senses. He is agreeing. He is a supreme lord and he is saying that it is difficult that even when somebody is trying to control them they forcibly carry away the mind of a man of discrimination also. So it's very difficult but not impossible. and therefore he has spoken in the previous verse what we should do is try to engage our senses in some higher activities so th- so they attain 
सम हायर टेस्ट तानि सर्वाणि संयम्य युक्त आसीत मत्पर वशे ही येन्द्रियाणी तस् प्रज्ञा प्रतिष्ठिता सो अ पर्सन लाइक दिस वन हू रिस्ट्रेन्स इज सेंसेस कीपिंग देम अंडर फुल कंट्रोल एंड फिक्सेज इज कॉन्शियसनेस अपॉन मी इज अ मैन ऑफ स्टडी इंटेलिजेंस सो वट वी नीड टू डू इज ट्राई टू कंट्रोल अवर सेंसेज बाय एंगेजिंग दैम इन द एक्टिविटीज विच वी जस्ट डिस्कस्ड फॉर द आईज द ईयर्स द टंग द सेंस ऑफ टच एंड द स्मेल and simultaneously we also have to fix consciousness on the supreme lord simply trying to withdraw the senses from sense objects and trying to do things mechanically will not help we have to also think of the lord while we are engaged in these activities and that way our intelligence will become steady and function of the intelligence is to develop the power of discrimination so that we can take the right decisions in life so we discussed today uh, arjuna is asking what the symptoms of a person who has attained divine consciousness by his service to the supreme lord first symptom he becomes free from the desires for personal sense gratification second he becomes free from the dualities of life he is unaffected in all situations third he develops complete control of it over his senses by experiencing a higher taste thank you very much hari krishna